Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building lives of prayer. We're looking at Jesus' teachings on prayer, and today we're going to be looking at the Gospel of Matthew chapter 21. In verses 12 through 17 of this passage, we read the account of what is sometimes called Jesus' cleansing of the temple. This is the time when Jesus went into the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons, and he said, "'It is written, my house should be called a house of prayer.'" but you make it a den of robbers. Later in that chapter, we read these words. In the morning, as he was returning to the city, he became hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the wayside, he went to it and found nothing on it but only leaves. And he said to it, May no fruit ever come from you again, and the fig tree withered at once. When the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How did the fig tree wither wither at once? And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Wow, what a strong encouragement to believing prayer. Now, one of the first questions that may arise uh, concerning this passage is, why did Jesus curse the fig tree? I think he cursed the fig tree because the tree had leaves indicating that it should have had fruit. Theologian D.A. Carson notes that Jesus is using an example of, quote, those who make a show of bearing much fruit but are spiritually barren. Certainly, that could have been applied to the religious leaders who challenged Jesus so frequently in his time. They had an outward show of religion, but were spiritually barren. Jesus then goes on to say these remarkable words about prayer. Whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Now, does this mean We try to work up feelings of faith to get whatever we want. Does this mean if we can say certain words with enough uh, self-confidence or power, we can use this verse to get whatever we want? I don't think so. We should understand this verse, Matthew 7 and verse 22, in light of other verses about prayer. For example, already in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, Jesus had said, when you pray, pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. True faith will always be surrendered to God's will. We should remember how Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew 26 and verse 39. He prayed, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. True faith is always surrendered to God's will. In this passage, and particularly in this verse, Matthew 21 and verse 22, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Jesus is giving the strongest possible encouragement to believing prayer 
to trusting God when we pray. He's calling us for the exercise of faith when we pray. But we must realize faith is not a tool to manipulate God into giving us what we want. Faith is always an expression of surrender to God and trust in Him. So we must rightly understand this verse in light of Jesus' words about seeking first the coming of God's kingdom, the doing of His will, and again, as Christ Himself said, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. True faith in prayer will always be seeking to be fully surrendered to God's will.